What's up, everybody? Welcome to FNG Podcast. We're back at it with another episode. I'm Big O. And I'm Gator. And I really want to say how about them Cowboys, fool, but ain't go, much happened. Now, go, go ahead. Go how ahead. about them Cowboys? Man, dude, like, I just... The biggest thing that came out this week was fucking Jalen Smith changing his jersey number from 54 to number 9. I mean, I thought I thought them signing Ben McAdoo was uh, pretty big news there. Who the fuck is that? The Giants' former head coach, Ben McAdoo. To do what? I don't know. I just saw that they signed him today. Oh, I didn't see shit about that. Huh. I mean, I thought you bled blue, blue and blue and silver. I guess I not. Check, I checked fucking my sources, fool. I didn't see nothing about it, fool. That's mm. how. That's how irrelevant it is. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, I get emails straight from the ball, so it doesn't. It don't fucking matter. This motherfucker. You know what I mean? I mean, when you play a maid, you play a maid, and that's just what I am, play a maid. But if you so play a maid, why didn't I see you in the video with fucking Post Malone and Dak and Zeke and Jerry himself? You weren't that cool? I mean, I mean, look, I'm the behind-the-scenes type of guy, you know what I mean? I can't flaunt. You can't You can't be in the camera or what? I mean, I ain't trying to be in the camera, you know what I'm saying? I got... That's how the cops figure out what you look like, right? Exactly. You got you to gotta protect <laughs> the assets and... <laughs> Hello? Asset right here. Yeah, asshole right there. Well, I mean, that that's true, too. <laughs> I am not denying that. But, for the record, I did not have sexual relations with that woman in that office. There you go. So, pull the old old Bill Clinton out of my ass there. Yeah, no, I, I, dude, I don't know what the fuck they signed him to. Maybe a water boy or... That's probably all he's good for. Couldn't coach for shit. But, yeah, now my, my uh, Jalen Smith jersey is uh, obsolete. Don't even matter anymore. I know yeah. I know he has to pay money to do the jersey swap. But I'm think I'm guessing it's just for already made merchandise that he has to buy it back. Unsold already made merchandise that has fifty four on it. He has to buy back. And then they'll print out new jerseys with the number nine on it. My thing is is people are making a big deal about the jersey number change for him because Tony Romo wore a number. And why is he going to wear number nine if that's Tony Romo's jersey number? But Tony Romo sucked. I mean, he wasn't the best. I don't know if he sucked. Did he win a title? No, but there's plenty of other fucking people that Who? didn't win. Dan Marino? Sucked. Really? Did he win a championship? I mean, look. Look, this is a team game. Technically, you keep saying Carson Wentz fucking won a championship, right? I mean, he He sucks. Win. I mean, he won a championship, though. This motherfucker. Like, do you think Eli Manning was a good quarterback? You got me there, fool. I have to say yes, because he won. He won yes. two, both against the GOAT. Yeah, so, I mean, that to me, personal attributes are amazing, right? Okay. Like, they're, they're good. And, yes, it's individualism and all that other shit is great. But if you don't win the big one, you know, that's kind of like... Couldn't get it done. Yeah, I mean, it's just like I mean, Romo, Romo, Romo folded under pressure. Okay, I I agree with that. So means he sucks, in my opinion. No, I mean I'm not completely disagreeing with you, but I liked Romo. I thought he, you know, oh, I like Romo as a person, but as a and I think he did a great job going back. I mean, going into broadcasting. I mean, Romo was a good like like see if the Cowboys would have had Romo. In the regular season, and then like a backup for the pro season. I bet. You, I wonder how many championships we would have won. 
Who who is going to be the starter to bench Romo though? I don't know. I mean, we could have picked up somebody, someone who could handle pressure. Fuck Fitzpatrick, somebody. Shit. Yeah. Now the Cowboys technically do not retire jerseys, but there are one, two, four jerseys that nobody's worn. Their numbers. Which it's ones? Emmett Smith, number twenty-two. Okay. Uh, Troy Aikman, number eight. Okay. Uh, Roger Staubach, number twelve, and I think the last one was Bob Lilly, number seventy-four. Those uh, they're not officially like they don't retire numbers. Well, see, but what the article I read though about that was that they unretired Romo's number to make it happen. So, but you can't unretire something that was never retired. Well, that, but that's what I'm saying. So if they're saying unretired, then it had to have been retired. It was never retired, though, because the Cowboys don't retire numbers. They just, I don't know, I guess it's like a legacy thing. They're just like, look, you, you, you've got your lot of numbers. Here they are, but these are kind of ones that we frown upon you wearing. Like, these guys are cemented in history. Well, like Dez had to get permission from Irvin to wear 88. Yeah, and then C.D. Lamb had to get permission, too. Even though most of it was fucking Jerry's doing. Jerry's the one that's like, look, I need you to wear number 88. You know, we got an ongoing tradition going here that number one receiver wears number 88. But he's, Jerry, Jerry does things like his way and that's it. And Well, you know, when you have Jerry's money, you can do things however the fuck you want. Well, yeah, of course. Jerry's a very powerful man. But you know what? This actually like ties in anyway because I'm talking. I want to talk about the Julio Jones fiasco on, you know, first thing or undisputed. Not first things first. It was undisputed with Shannon Sharp. But the whole thing started on the show because Julio Jones was posted in a picture wearing a Cowboys hoodie. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. That's how the whole thing started on the show, and then so they're going back and forth talking about. You know, Julio, is he actually leaving Atlanta? Could he be a cowboy? Does he want to be a cowboy? And that's when Sharp was like, hey, look, I'll call him right now. He'll tell you himself. He don't want to be no damn cowboy. And he calls him up. Like, just dials it. And everybody's like, oh, my God, is he going to answer? Is he going to answer? To me, I feel like the whole thing was fucking staged. Like, they had to play it off like they didn't know he was going to call him. Uh, Julio had to answer like he didn't know he would call him. But it, I, I feel like it's too, the whole studio, I guess is the word, like, would know. Because they wear earpieces ear for the producers to talk to them and shit during the show. Right, right. There's no way that they would have allowed Shannon to make the call without Julio knowing he was going to be on air. Well, yeah, because the find, it's a, I mean, I guess they, they film in California, right? Yeah. Well, California is a two-party state. So it's a, technically what Shannon Sharp did was against the law if... Julio did not know he was on it. Right. Which, from what I read, he didn't know. That's the speculation, is that he didn't know. And he knew by the end of the call, because I watched the clip of him doing the call and them doing the debate and stuff. And then at the very tail end of the call, he said, all right, man, we got you on air. He said, we'll talk to you later. He's like, and they're getting ready to hang out. I'm like, how are you going to tell him that last like, I feel like the whole thing was just staged and he, I guess the producer was like, hey, you got to let him know he's on air in his earpiece. And then that was like the last thing he thought of. I, I don't know if he was just kind of caught up in the whole 
thing and, and forgot to tell them up front. Right. I don't know. I mean, and it worked to their advantage. If this was literally staged, it worked to their advantage because people are talking about it. You know, people say even bad publicity is good publicity. If you're getting talked about, you know, you gotta be doing something. Right. Well, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I saw it and I was just like, hmm, is this real? Is this fake? You know. But I had no way of. I mean, there's no way to to tell. Yeah. No, there really isn't. And the only way. Because it, it, it's got to go with as much spotlight as on it right now. Even though it's really not that big. To me, it's not that big a deal. You know. I mean, my question is, how do you even know if that was Julio? That's true, too. I was kind of listening to it and I was like, you know, I've never really heard Julio talk. But then it's also on a phone. I'm like, I'm not quite sure if that's Julio. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it could have been. That's what I'm saying. It could have been staged. It could have been something. But, okay. Well, I, I guess let's continue with that. Where is Julio going? Where do you think Julio's going? Well, did you hear the conversation, whether it was Julio or not, how it went? And he was like, they were asking him about being in Atlanta. He's like, I'm out of there. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And then, so that's another thing that's stirring up the whole thing. And then uh, he was like, I want to win. Sharp's like, well, you definitely don't want to be a cowboy then. And then he said, no, nah, that's never crossed my mind. I don't want to be a cowboy. So there's talks of the Packers trading for him. Which is weird because the article I saw after that was saying that Rodgers would sit out if they traded for Julio, which I don't know why he would. Didn't quite make sense to me. Uh, I saw the Packers as a suitor, and I think the Patriots. I think he wants to go play with Cam. Mm. I know uh, everybody was uh, clowning on uh, Hopkins in Arizona because they asked him. They're like, everybody's asking me if I take a pay cut to get Julio, and he was like, gave like two thumbs up. And everyone's like, chill. It's the NFL. We don't make super teams. Like, cracking jokes on them. You know, all these people, you know. I was like, damn. I thought he would have been like, fuck, no. I'm the number one in this town. Shit. You throw who? you Look. Yeah. Imagine that. I am, dude. I am imagining that. That would be. Look, you got Hopkins, Fitzgerald, Julio, and Kurt. Forgot about Kurt. I mean, that's that's the Dallas Cowboys 2.0 right there. Because I, I think, honestly, that receiving core would be better than the Cowboys receiving core. Yeah, I would say so, too. So, that's like, I mean, Cowboys did it the young Cause, way. Because, I mean, even now, they're still pretty close to matching the Cowboys receiving core. Just with Fitzgerald, uh, Hopkins, and uh, Kurt. Kurt. Because our receiving core, the big three, I mean, that's what we got is a big three for the core. We got Gallup. Cooper and CD. Why am I missing somebody? Why was I thinking we had four? I mean, there's other receivers, but like the big three that are real big playmakers is Gallup, CD, and Cooper. So Cooper and Fitzgerald would be like matched up because they're both up there. Like I think Cooper's younger than Fitzgerald, but right, you know, they're the older ones. They're they're the vets of the team. Uh, But Cooper, I mean, uh, Gallup does not equal Hopkins at all. CD don't even no CD's gonna be second year and but like Hopkins has got the experience as well that's why it's hard to like match him up to somebody who's on the Cowboys because the two two of the guys are like still young like Gallup's gonna be fifth year this year and CD's gonna be second year dude who all right I'm I'm sorry I'm just I'm I was yes nobody can match up with Hopkins so I guess Arizona does have a better receiving core. 
But I could have swore, like, there's a fourth wide receiver. Like, good wide receiver. You know what I mean? But I guess not. Those are the three that I can think of, dude. I don't think there's... We don't have, like, a fourth, like, strong... God damn, dude. Yeah, that's bugging the shit out of me. Because the next receiver up on the death chart that I can think of is Noah Brown. And he's kind of like a yeah, tight he, end hybrid. Yeah, okay. Well, they got the the rookie, Finoco, who's supposed to be a, a real good up-and-comer. Cedric Wilson is another one, and Noah Brown. Oh, I was thinking so apparently, of apparently on the depth chart, Noah Brown is actually going to be the sixth receiver. And I forgot about Cedric Wilson. That That's probably our number four. But that Simi Finhoko, Fihoko, whatever his name is, uh-huh. the receiver, uh, the rookie they drafted this year, right? Apparently, he's supposed to be one of the best receivers in the class, and we got him at a really good spot. We got like he fell to us. Apparently, I don't know anything about him, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. So I don't know. I honestly, I think I think Julio goes to uh, New England. You think so? Yeah. So. I'd say I would think that he would try to go to Tampa Bay, but ain't no way in the hell they're gonna be able to pull that one off. That's what I was thinking. I was like, cap, their cap. I think their cap's already like strapped as it is, and you know they pretty much have the same exact roster as last year's Super Bowl winning team. So, oh, AB, they might as well keep the fucking camaraderie. AB passes physical, so he's on the team again. He signed. So, oh, that's one thing we haven't talked. I don't think about what Tim Tebow. And all well, of the hatred. That's actually what I was about to ask you. All the hatred. Because he signed now, apparently. Yeah, he signed to the 90-man roster. Okay. See, people were saying that he hadn't signed yet. Like No, he signed. That he was committed, but he, he hadn't signed yet. No, yeah. they. But yeah. there was all kinds of fucking flack. And the biggest fucking comparison that I kept seeing was, what the fuck was his name? Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Kaepernick can't get a job in the NFL, but... We can make Tim Tebow a tight end. Well, Kaepernick wants to come back and be a starting quarterback. Tim Tebow wants to come back and be a tight end. From a quarterback. Right. So, I, I, I think they were trying to make it out to be like the white guy got hired before the black guy. Yeah, that's exactly what they were trying to do. So, I don't know. It's my opinion, who gives a fuck? Yeah, it doesn't even mean that he's going to make the team. Exactly. That's like that was okay. So that was my big deal about it. Yeah, they they try to make it out to a whole race thing, but at the same time, it's like, dude, he tried out. He did well enough to be like, hmm. Let's see if he can even make the chance. You know, let's see if he's even good enough to make the team. If he's able to compete, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't understand what the fucking big deal is. To be honest with you, I don't either. And then on top of that, they go back to Florida. It's Urban Meyer and Tim Tebow. Yeah. Didn't they win a national championship together in Florida? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck, fuck yeah. Like, there's history there. You know, he called up, hey, coach, you know, I I'm, I still got the competitive spirit. You know, I, I can still physically fit. I can still do this. Like, you got anything I can do, you know, hey, come try out for a tight end. And, you know, they saw a little bit of something that they were like, all right, yeah, we'll sign you on. We'll see if you make the roster. Well, the, the thing about it was, like, when he first came out, I thought he'd be perfect for a tight end position. Came out of the college. college. Yeah. Like, he was a good quarterback. Or he was a, he was a, like a middle-of-the-pack quarterback, okay? But he had the size, the speed, and the hands of a tight end, 
Mm-hmm. Like, I think he still would have been in the NFL playing tight end had he switched because they told him to switch. And he was like, no, I want to play quarterback. I mean, I don't blame him. Why? Because, I mean, there's multiple quarterbacks on the roster, but there's one quarterback on the field. Like, that's the prestigious. And that's what he played in college. Yeah. Well, that's why he only lasted five years and he sucked. So. I mean, he wasn't great, but. And you're going to go back on the whole Super Bowl thing. Did he but win? I'm never going to forget his playoff win in Denver. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. So. His one playoff win in six years? Yeah. It's, that was fucking amazing. It was, it was just a fucking great game. Yeah. He balled out. But. One time. <laughs> like one fucking time. Doesn't matter for even a broken just, clock just is right once a day, but twice a day. Not only that, dude. Like the amount of flack that he's getting, like he's not a bad guy. No, no, dude. He's a he, he's a full on like Christian, like overly Christian. Sometimes, like how much he announces his faith and all that other shit. But you know, I don't know. How you he's do. like a. I'm trying not to come up with something foul, but he's like a. I don't know if he's got a. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know if he's just like a um, a family man. I guess is like the thing. If he, I don't know if he actually has a family of his own. But like with the Christian values and and his what is it like humble humbleness, like down yeah. to so, earth. So he's like, like a way. he's like a uh, uh, actual good human being. Is what you're trying to say. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's just like, he's very humble. He's he's very good with the way he talks. He's, and he's always, he never takes credit for what he does as just him. You know, it's the team, it's God, it's, you know, everything around him that helped him be successful. What? So he's not selfish. Selfish. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. So he's a decent human being. There you go. That's all you have to say. Decent human being. And he's getting all this flack because. Kaepernick didn't get... It's Kaepernick a, fucked himself over. Twice. Was it twice? Yeah, the whole Baltimore thing. Like, he had opportunities to come back, and he decided he was too good to show up for workouts. Yeah. No, I mean, his his mouth cash checks that he could not do. Well, I'll tell you what. Hold, hold, on, hold on. Before we go down this road, well, we, I guess we already started, but I guess our viewer is going to be low this week. Talking about Kaepernick. <laughs> so no okay so but here, here is here's my deal on the whole situation right they're just trying to make it out to be a fucking race thing and it's it's just it's just not gonna work like you cannot say that getting tim tebow is a bad thing like he is a leader like you said he is a decent human being that's another thing i didn't even come with that that adjective for him but yes he's, yeah. he is a natural born leader yeah like it is there's not a selfish bone in his body. Like he is what you want to have in your locker room. Yeah. I mean, let alone like if Tebow doesn't even take the field, just imagine the the team chemistry that he can create being in that locker room. Yep. And then take Kaepernick. Like what are you gonna get from Kaepernick? Riots. <laughs> he probably start rioting in the riot in the fucking locker room. Yeah. I mean he's and this is what people don't understand. Kaepernick is for himself. He don't care about police brutality. He don't care about all that shit. It's just like I said the last time. Fuck, I'll, I'll lose fucking viewers. I don't give a shit. Fuck Colin Kaepernick. Okay? Fuck that motherfucker. Like, dude. It's just... But he started a movement, fool. Yeah. Now look at us. Fucking $3 a gallon. 
piece of plywood, sixty bucks. Good movement. Yeah, like that picture I sent you where they were like, Yeah, I was gonna go through my insurance to fix my car, but then I sold the plywood and bought myself a brand new twenty twenty. Exactly, dude. It's just, it's just fucking nuts. It is fucking nuts. Um I saw another meme on and you could tell it was fake. People in the comments on on Facebook were like ripping it up, but it was one of those like meme pages where they're fake sports news. Uh-huh. And so they were talking about this is the greatest or this was the last white cornerback you ever saw. And it was some guy from the Giants. And Jason Seahorn. I guess so. Yeah. And he, he apparently there's no white corners in, in the league at all. And I went to the comments to see. And when I went back is when I realized it was on one of those like fake sports center or whatever the page right, is called. Right. And so it was just something that somebody made up to get people riled up. And they sure fucking did. They were like, but a lot of them were people saying like, this is why America's fucked up right now. We are literally turning everything into race. And I started laughing and I was like, they're right. I mean, you, but when I went back, I was like, these motherfuckers are trying to get people riled up. But I thought it was funny. They were like, this is the last white corner you've ever seen in the league. And I started thinking about it and I was like, you know what? They might be right though. I was like, I don't know any white corners. I don't, I don't know any white corners. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Racist motherfuckers. You could tell they were just trying to get a row out of people and they sure fucking did. I looked at those comments and I was like, yeah, that's enough of that. Yeah, I mean, but they're they're right. The people that were talking in the comments, they're right. Like the media, that's exactly what the media is doing. Even though it wasn't technically the media that did it that time. Yeah, they they break everything down to race, and people are getting tired of it. Like, dude, so I watched this video of this guy. It was this black dude in the in the hood, right? And he's like, he goes, I he goes, let me let me tell y'all something, and I'm gonna tell y'all something. This from the heart, you know. I'm sorry. Right, he was like, "I'm," and this is a hood ass motherfucking dude. He goes, "Right now, all my black brothers and sisters, I'm gonna tell y'all right now, we fucked up." He's like, "We," he's like, I, "If I could, I'd take my vote back and bring back Papa Trump <laughs> into office." He's like, "Cause it, this motherfucker ain't doing shit for us." And I was like, "Hey, that's fucking real talk right there, dude." Like, like I, I said it before, and I. I I mean that's that's what we gotta do next week. We gotta bring in the Biden supporting motherfuckers for the fiftieth episode and see how they're living right now. How how are they feeling? Cause I mean it was like his first hundred days and it ain't looking too good. I mean they got fourteen hundred dollars. Isn't that what that last stimulus was? Fourteen? Was it six no that six hundred came through Trump. Yeah. Oh they got fourteen hundred. It was fourteen, right? Some people got fourteen hundred. No shit. People are still missing their stimulus. I haven't got mine. Still? Still, yeah. Damn. That's because they didn't. You know what they told them? You have to issue stimulus checks between now and December thirty first. Oh. So I can get it anywhere between now and December and and the end of the year. Then if you still don't have it by then, you claim it on your taxes. And then you claim it on your taxes. Yeah. Yeah. When Trump did it, he gave him three weeks. Every single American will see their money in three weeks. And he did it. They did it. They found a way to do it. Like, I, I just don't get it. And then now they're talking about, you know, how that uh, extra unemployment kind of fucked everybody up. As far as? Like, because who wants to go work minimum wage again? Yeah, we went over this last week. Because right. we got into the whole fucking $15 an hour bullshit. Yeah. They're like, 
they're like, who wants to go back to fifteen dollars an hour and then now they can't but they can't afford to live? Like there's just no way possible now. Like and it's only getting worse. What I don't understand is like I understand the demand is high on a lot of shit right now. A lot of shit is back ordered. A lot of shit is hard to find. But there's certain things like housing and everything else that is just like skyrocketing right now. And the market's like there's still people that are struggling just to get by, like, just in general. Like, I don't understand how everything is skyrocketing so high when, in reality, the economy has not even recovered yet. Well, so the reason why is, and this is this is where it fucked up. So before, so before Trump was in office, right? And this is, so me and Jen, we had a conversation since we drove to Waco and back for no fucking reason. And this is what I explained to her. The way the system is designed now. It is meant to keep the poor people poor and the rich people rich. Right. They want everybody to stay in their lane. When Trump came along and changed that narrative, he sent everything into a whirlwind because he was giving the poor people the opportunity to create something of themselves and get out of that poverty. Right. So now we have a pandemic. Right. And now it's trying to do the checks and balances. Let's get the poor people back to where they belong. Let's get the rich people back to where they belong. Because poor people that make money don't know how to spend money. Okay. So you drive up the prop the profits of the house. You drive up all this other shit, right? So you buy I mean like I mean I told you to fucking check the price on this motherfucker. Like see what the fuck it's going for. Yeah. And I bet you anything you make two hundred thousand dollars on this bitch. Right now. Like you put this on the market, you make two hundred thousand dollars. You go buy your next house and Pennies on the dollar because then when it crashes, because it's going to crash. I've had this conversation with like Jeanette, Danny. They're like, no, real estate ain't going to go away. No, real estate's going to fucking crash. You know, like recession crash. Yeah. Yeah. Like you ain't going to be able to get this. Like this house is going to be worth a hundred thousand in the next few years. Like it's kind of one of them things where it's like, you know, it's a, it's a weird situation where we're in right now. But. It's like they're doing that and all of these houses are going to be non-affordable in the next year. You're going to see they're, they're already getting to that point now. No, they were they were like this point 6 months ago, dude. Well, that's true too. 8 8 months ago when when the pandemic started is when all this shit started. Like there's people looking for houses that have been looking for months trying to get like even in, into their first homes. Yeah. And they put in a bid and if somebody comes in behind them and fucking drops a cash offer. Right. Dude. The guy ain't going to turn away fucking cash offer. Dude, I'm telling you, like, we were looking at houses all day. That's why we decided to get the truck. Because we we're looking at houses and there was nothing that... There, there was so much shit overpriced. Like I said, that, that's why I said, dude, I, honestly, you'd probably get four four fifty for this fucking house. I don't know if it's that high. No, it you'll get four fifty, Dude, I'm telling you, you put this bitch on the market at four hundred, you get four fifty. I was looking at houses like I think I think people that have been posting on Facebook or for something like close to this was like 325. No. No. Dude, I'm like I'm telling you. I, like how, what's the square footage here? 14 1500? Uh 1626, I think. Okay, so 1626. In Kyle, it was a 3-2 1300 square foot house on a smaller yard uh, lot than y'all's. For three ninety five, pending sale. 
Pending sale. Pending sale was on the market for two days. Oh, you know what else is going to drive up the fucking housing value out here? What? Brand new elementary school now under development right down the street. Yeah, that, that'll cost. Uh, it won't drive up the property. Right? It actually probably bring just raise the taxes. You think so? Yeah. It's not going to bring up property value? I mean, it'll go up a little bit, but not like not like what's going on now. Huh. I mean, you don't, you don't. I would think that would bring up property value because people will want to, you know, bring their kids over here and have them real close to school. Not when you got shootings in the fucking neighborhood. I tell you that. This man. motherfucker. No, so I mean, dude, it's just it's inevitable. Like all this shit's just gonna come crashing down. You know. Right. Well, I mean, anything that goes up must come down. Like that's just yeah. fucking physics and the truth and shit. Like at some point, it will come down. It just depends on how hard it's gonna crash. I mean, it, it's just like it's just like now with the capital gains fucking tax, dude. This, that's the other thing, dude. That's fucking sickening, fucking sickening. Forty two dollars of every hundred dollars that you make. Forty two dollars. That is that is right there gonna drop small businesses like a heartbeat. Like that is gonna kill motherfuckers, dude. Who? I mean, when Trump was in office, twenty two was fucking expensive, but at least it was the lowest it had ever been, and now it's. Twenty dollars more, or twenty percent. Twenty percent more. So twenty. I mean, twenty dollars more. I mean, and that was the discussion I had with Jen. I said, imagine owning a place or renting a spot. If you're not make, I was like, so you have to make pretty much. You got to make sure you're making a hundred and fifty percent of what you expect to make because you're gonna have to pay those taxes and you got to put it away every fucking month because if not, you are fucked. Like there's just no way. Like talking with Matt. With him, like as he has to do payment, he, he breaks his down into four payments. I think he said he does. Uh, come January, he makes it one payment each month, right? But as soon as that's done, he's already putting money away in that account for taxes because it's outrageous, and he's barely fucking starting. You know what I mean? Like, dude, there's no way in hell that you can do a startup business at forty two percent. No way, no way you could succeed unless. You had the perfect, you know, scenario, perfect spot, cheap rent. Yeah, you had to have perfect spot, cheap rent, uh, good marketing. Yeah, good clientele. Yep. I mean, it's just, man, it, it it's fucking crazy, dude. It's just fucking nuts. But I mean, it's just like, it's, uh, it's just like, I mean, it's just like the car business right now, dude. Who, who in the fuck is going to pay that much money for a used car? Like our scenario. That car was maybe worth nine grand. They give us ten thousand dollars over fucking what it was worth. Like site. Imagine what they're gonna sell it for. Yeah. Dude, their their fucking lot was empty. And I really? mean fucking empty. And that was South Austin's uh Toyota. Yeah, AutoNation. Okay. Like I joke I joke with Cecilia, but no, it was I was dead fucking serious. Like they had four tundras on the lot. Okay. And then they had one Pathfinder and four or three Tacomas. They have no Ravs. They have uh, no Corollas, no cars, no nothing. No Camrys, no nothing. Nothing. But yeah, I mean, it was just like fucking nuts, dude. So even right here at this place down the street from where you live. <laughs> what you call it? Your place of employment. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I fucking work there. So I was like, yes, their lot is satisfied. They they try to space them out to make it look like we have vehicles. Yeah, no, we ain't. Y'all ain't got they shit. ain't got shit. I think they have more commercial vehicles than they do 
everyday consumer vehicles yeah right now i know eddie eddie had a post earlier talking about come down and buy we got we just got a shipment in they got four trucks four fucking trucks yeah that's your shipment like you're super excited for four fucking trucks hell no dude they really are i mean they probably are but so yeah it's scary because here's the problem when it all does come crashing down like those gas prices, the lumber prices, the car prices, they're not going to change. They're not. But the jobs, the the money incoming, all that shit, that's going to change. I mean, we are literally on the verge of recession and nobody's talking about it. Um, Those prices could change a little bit, dude. There's got to be a certain point where shit equalizes. There's an equilibrium to the market. And if everything else crashes and no, they're not moving product, those prices will come down too. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess technically you're. Um, but I meant like when it first when starts it first on, crashes. Yeah. Yes, I agree. But at some point, there's going to be an equilibrium where they're going to be like, "Fuck, we're not moving shit," and they know the market's down. But I agree with you, and I agree with you because I believe in whatever goes up must come down. So it'll right. come down eventually. What I don't know is how much it's going to come down. Oh. How much it's going to crash? Yeah, this shit's going to fucking crash, dude. And it sucks. Like, and that's the thing. Like, and and that, but it's the system is designed for that. What? When, when was the last major recession? Like two thousand seven, nine, nine. Yeah. See, I was still living at home, so I was working, but I wasn't paying shit. So the last major recession didn't really affect me personally. So if we really are headed for a brand new recession, I'm concerned about mine, mine, like. What's the word? Just like everything for me and Cecilia and everything else that we have. Yeah, me and mine. Mine, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm I'm concerned as well, shit. I mean, we're that's what we're talking about, like going into summer for the kids. and Like 2009 recession affected you? Uh, Not really? Kind of. I was just curious because I'm dead serious. Like I've never had a recession. The last recession didn't affect me because I was literally living at home. Yeah. Like, I was still going to high school and all that other shit. So, now being on my own, having a home, I don't really have a car payment. I mean, I don't have a car payment, but, you know, if a recession hit now, will we lose the house? Like, that's something I wouldn't know because I've never gone through anything like that before. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> you have a job, so I'm pretty sure you can stay afloat. And, like, you have the luxury. Like, it in theory, like, if you really want to say you could walk to work. You know what I mean? Or ride a bike. Or ride a bike. You know what I mean? Like you, you're in a perfect situation that you're within a few minutes away from work. And you, like you said, you fill up maybe once every two weeks, every three weeks, something like that. Yeah. So like you're in the perfect situation. Like for Cecilia, it kind of sucks because she has to drive. Mm-hmm. But she's also in a field that if it came down to it, she could move to the hospital right down the street too. Yeah, so she I mean she So she could create a better situation. Right, right. So she can she has an oppor- see she she has an opportunity to expand and uh adapt and overcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like for me and you in that situation, you're talking about, you know what I mean? It's kind of one of them tricky situations because you get to that point to where nobody wants to spend money. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So like you're talking about as far as like repairs. Right. But being in a place like Texas, vehicles are of utmost importance. Right. But like if you were in like somewhere like New York where they got subways and taxis and 
you know, other modes of transportation. Right. Wa- and the, or just walking. Like, everything's so close in New York, and they just walk. Like, that would be a scarier situation in this industry to me than being in Texas. What do you mean? Because the not vehicle ownership in New York isn't as high as it is. Like, you have to have a fucking vehicle. Well, yeah. In Texas. Yeah. Like, no matter where the fuck you but, live. But that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, like for the sign, for instance. Yeah. If I took it into the dealership and they're like, well, your AC is not going to work, but we can have your car running. You know, we can do this part for 200 or we can do the whole thing for 900. Well, I'm just going to do the 200 for now. And that's what you're going to get a lot of. I mean, you like when the pandemic started, you saw how slow we were. Yeah. Like, that's the way it's going to be. And if you're commissioned, shit, dude, you're fucked. You're going to be scraping by. Like, luckily in 09, I wasn't commissioned. I was hourly. Oh, okay. So I could see, I saw, because I wasn't here. I was in BKs. But, I mean, you could see, like, had I been commissioned like I was, I mean, I mean, just like during the fucking pandemic. I mean, if, if it was like that, dude, I'd be fucked. I mean, it's it's a thing. I mean, but that's why, that's why I always say you got to prepare for this shit. Like, you got... You always got to have a backup plan. And, like, for me, you got to have a backup plan for the backup plan, you know? Like, do what you can to prepare for... I mean, because you, you never know what obstacles life are going to throw at you, you know? So, I mean, at the end of the day, I still go back to my same, same mindset that I had when I was, you know, first starting out in the industry. No matter if I make $1,000 or I make $200 in that week, I only have 100 bucks to spend. That's your limit. Yeah, and I budget myself that way. So that way, I mean, like with kids, it's even worse. You never know what the fuck's gonna pop up, what's gonna happen, what you know, what you know, what little issues are gonna come up, what needs to be paid, what doesn't, you know, what extras on top of your already your normal house bills. So you always gotta have a backup plan. It's just kind of one of them things where it's like to be prepared, you know. I mean, I understand. I don't. I don't live my life that way, but. You don't live life, period. <laughs> it's my life, fool. Yeah. Not your life. My life. I know. It's wasted life. I mean, that, and that's kind of like what I told... I, you know what? Me and I, I told Jen, I was like, you know what? We should... What the fuck did I say? God damn it. We should have movie night and invite Oscar to watch The Devil Made oh, Me Do It, God. and it, I'm not going to fucking do it. You're scared as fuck. <laughs> it's, you, would, you would cry. <laughs> I, honestly, man. Yeah, you would... I think you would cry. I mean, don't get me wrong. I get creeped out too, but I ain't a little bitch. This motherfucker. I'll watch it. Fuck that shit. Motherfucker, we said that scary story that one time. Motherfucker, look at that window was cracked. Fucking knees chattering. No, I. I anyway. Yeah, you I, were I, talking to Jen about what? I couldn't, dude. I can't remember what the fuck I told her. But I was like, fuck it, like survival of the fittest, you know? Because I think we're talking about. Well, I know we we're talking about abortion, and we talked about something else. That's a big thing going on now. I guess they passed a bill where abortion is illegal after X amount of weeks or something. On what level? In Texas. Okay, Texas. Yeah. They signed the bill. So, and what was it? How many six, weeks? Six weeks. So, after six weeks, it's illegal? Yeah. But, honestly, it's such a gray fucking area. It's like I told Jen, I was like, it's a, it's a gray area. Like six weeks or just in general? Just in general. Like, because the questions I was asking her was also upsetting her. But that's, I was like, that's what I, I said, that's the problem. You can't get upset with the questions that get asked, you know? So that's the problem in the world today. People get upset because people ask questions on their, on their ideology. 
And like I told her, I said, I'm not doing it to ask, like, to put you down or think that you're fucking stupid. I said, I'm asking to get your side of it so I can form two, you know, see two opinions and come up with my own opinion. And so we talked about the abortion thing. And it was like, I said, I said, okay, when do you, when are you able to hear the heartbeat? You asked her that? Yeah. And she's like, it just depends. Not everybody's the same. And I said, okay. But usually by what week in a typical pregnancy are you able to hear? So she said week, I think she said week 15. I said, cool. That should be the cutoff. I said, for me personally, that should be a cutoff. And after that, it would be a doctor recommended termination. And she's like, how can you say that? And I said, well. Like doctor recommended as if, if the mom's life is on the table. Right, right. We need to abort the baby to save the mom's life. Right. Kind of thing. Well, yeah, like, if it came down to it, if the mom was willing to sacrifice her life for the baby or if the baby was going to have, you know, traumatic issues to ease the suffering. But even at that, you know, like she said that, you know, you should never, like a man should not choose what a woman does with her body. And I agree with her to that point. I said, but there's got to be some give and take there. And I said, and I said, here's the problem. I said, and and this is what I try to tell her. I was like, I was like, you know, this is this is what you don't realize is by having an abortion, big pharmaceutical companies lose money. And she's like, well, how? She goes, how does that make any sense? So I broke it down to her. I said, okay, well, you think about it. Each person in their life probably uses a million dollars worth of medicine in their life, whether it's Tylenol, you know what I mean? Yeah. Prescription medicine, stuff over like the that. counter shits. Yeah, probably a million dollars a year. So if you terminate that life, that lost them a million dollars. You talking about over a lifetime? Right. Okay. So, but if you abort that baby right there, you just lost a million dollars. Yeah. And she's like, "Yeah, but they make plenty of money." I was like, "Yeah, but they're fucking greedy. They want every penny they can." So you're saying Big Pharma is the one that's pushing for these? Yes. Anti-abortion laws. Yes, dude. Because it look. That's why Obamacare, all this other forced medical shit. You're gonna have to pay tax if you don't fucking use it. Who do you think's pushing that? It's not the government pushing it. It's the motherfuckers that are own the fucking governors. Own the fucking government. Big Farm is one of the people that owns the fucking government. It's the it's just like this. Do you really think it costs five hundred and fifty thousand dollars to get a, a bypass surgery in your heart? Do I think it actually costs that yeah. much? No. But they're charging that. Oh, of course they are. When I went when I twisted my ankle on my birthday last year. Yeah. Eighteen hundred dollars for an X ray. Yeah. Do you actually to pay for to pay for what? To pay for the equipment. But who's regulating the prices on the equipment? Pharmaceutical companies. Exactly. That's what so I'm... I agree with you. Because yeah. I was thinking the same thing for uh, when I went to the eye doctor. Because they got these new fancy machines and shit. And they're like, oh, well, insurance isn't going to cover this because, you know, this is new technology and blah, blah, blah. You you have to pay extra to use this, but you have no side effects as compared to getting dilated. Right. Mike. Okay, so you're going to charge me, what, 60 bucks to fucking use the new machine that probably co- charged, cost y'all like $5,000, but you got, you know, easily a fucking over 100 people coming through here a week, yeah. charging them 60 each. Like, you know, you go through 10 days, you fucking paid that bitch over. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just, I mean, look at look at the treatment from my dad. That was 17 Gs. And luckily with the grants and everything, I mean, fuck, we paid for it. Uh, nine, I think 9,800 or something like that. Out of our pocket, like we just, but that's but that's the thing, like that's every year, and it was supposed to be every six months. I mean, Seven, at, seventeen G's a year. No, every six months. 
Oh, I thought you were saying it was supposed to be every six months. Yeah, it was supposed to be. Now this year, he luckily got a part of a grant or some shit like that, and it actually helped him out. Or helped him out, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Only got it down to nine G's for the year, but still, that's. I mean, consensus is if you can't afford the nine G's a year, well, you just sign your death certificate. Like you can't afford to fucking live because the insurance ain't gonna cover it. Yeah, what you call it? Conspiracy hats on. Did Big Pharma create COVID nineteen? No. Okay. That was just uh, the scare from it, the fear, the propaganda. The, the whole never let a, what is that fucking saying from that chick? A good crisis. Never let a good crisis go to waste. Yeah. I mean, dude, if you ever, if you ever realize if something ever wanted to get pushed, right? There's always an event that happens beforehand. Are you going to go into the whole George Floyd thing? Well, George Floyd. You got... I mean, it, and it, it was other shit, too. I mean, dude, it goes, it, there's always been something to happen, okay? You know, conspiracy theorists are not, like 9-11. So what what were they trying to push with 9-11? Go get control of the oil. Oh, okay. In Iraq. Okay. Because it was bin Laden that did it in Afghanistan, but we had to invade Iraq, too. Yeah. Just in case, because he could have fled or some shit that they made up. Afghanistan attacked us, we attacked Iraq. For what? Control the wall. You know. You push all this shit, you know, like they have, like they try to do gun control, right? Because they want to they get the guns out of the hands of the good people. That way, in case there is ever a takeover, they have no resistance. You take the guns out of the, of the people that can resist, and they have no option but to bow down. Bow down. It's just like now, where, well, if you got the vaccine, you don't have to wear a mask. Yeah. And now they're changing it to where they want to do a... So, like I was saying, like, you know, it's like now, you know, you don't have to wear a mask as long as you get vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. Well, now they're pushing that June 1st. Uh, I don't think they'll be able to do it by June 1st, but by July, by July 1st. If you don't show proof of the vaccine, then you can't fly. Uh, did we talk a little bit about that last year? We, I no. remember talking about that with you at some point. I think Maybe we, it was I, on Xbox, but yeah, I, I yeah, that that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's, and that's what they're trying to push. Like, you know, and they're they're pushing this. I, I don't know, dude. It's just like they're saying in August now they're gonna need a booster shot. Yes, dude. That's what I was bringing up to the city the other for day. For the vaccine, it might have even been last night. So I called my mom yesterday after work to just check in. I haven't talked to her in a couple of weeks, and she went to go get her first shot. She asked me, "Did you get yours yet?" I said, "Hell no." She's like, "Why not?" I said, I thought you didn't even want to get the shot. I said, what convinced you? She was like, your dad kept hassling me to go do it. So I went and did it. She was like, why haven't you done your... I said, what's the point of me going to get it? I said, they're already telling people that they're going to have to go get boosters in the fall. So you need one shot. Then you need a second shot. And now you need a booster? I was like, I don't understand where the hurry is to get this fucking vaccination. It's all coming from fear. Yeah, that that's what it is. Like it's just like I told my brother in law, right? When we talked about the whole India thing and all that other shit, and like you had said to see his brother in law, right? Yeah, how he was like so much in fear. My other brother in law, his daughter is is still homeschooled. You know, I sent my kids back to school. Oh, they are in school. Yeah, well, I mean, they're about to be out, but yes, yeah, so they all went back to school. Okay, like weeks ago. Okay, months ago. 
And I told him, I said, why, why didn't you send her to back to school? And he's like, well, she's going to get COVID. Speaking of which, you have kids and you you know all that stuff. What's the minimum age you have to be to? 16. Okay. Thank you. The COVID chat? Yeah, I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, 16. Anyway, so he didn't want her to go get COVID at school. and Yeah, because then she could bring it home with her and then he'd get COVID and then they would die. You know what I mean? Like, this is this is the reality for most people. Like, people are super scared. And then they're like, oh, well, I got vaccinated, so now I'm good. No, you're not good. What What is it, like 91% like immunity to it? No, there's there is 0% of immunity. The well, thing- not immunity, but like there's there's a lesser chance of you getting it, but I forgot what no. the percentage is. It, it was, so they were trying to say that it was 99 point, or 91% effective against COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is true, but it is, so it is not that you will not get COVID. Yes. That's the false narrative behind getting this shot and all this other shit. It is just like the flu shot. You can still get COVID. You would just have oh, less in effects. Like less in effects. We did talk about that before. Yes. So, I mean, and that's the thing. But that's the narrative. Everyone's like, you and have it, to get. And it's not even, you can't even put it all, all, on, all on the media either for the fear. It's peer pressure too. Oh, yeah. People telling you, you need to go get your shot. Why haven't you gone get your shot? You know, like I said, my mom said that she was getting hassled by my dad. Right. Now my dad's been hassling me. My mom's starting to hassle me now because if she had to do it, she thinks I need to do it. Yeah. And so when I talked to Cecilia about it and said that my mom got hurt, she said, well, when are you getting yours? You know, it's not just the media spreading fear. Yeah. It's also the people pressing other people that haven't done it to go get it see i I read this article this lady talking about she wrote a book like she wrote a book she was supposed to be like today's nostradamus or whatever you know what i mean and so she already she predicted this like she predicted covid right yeah and she said this was just the test for the people they said we're gonna you're gonna get struck with the disease it's gonna be around for two years and then it's gonna go away but all it is is a test to see if you can get everybody to fall in line and do what you want them to do. Like right now, the narrative is get vaccinated. Vaccinated. Yep. Right. So now everyone's, oh, we got to get vaccinated. Like you said peer pressure and all this other shit. So then next, the next time this comes around, like she said, 20, uh, 2020, there'd be a pandemic. It's going to last for two years. So 2020, 2021. Right. Probably honestly, I, honestly, I see COVID lasting until 2022. Yeah, beginning of next year is when we'll start to get back to normal around the country. You know, okay. Texas already said fuck y'all. We're coming back to normal anyways. Yeah, but most of the uh, by the time everybody else, you know, Vegas is starting to get back to normal now. You know, other places and shit like like even now, like walking into stores, I don't know if I should wear a mask. Do I do I have to? Do I not have to? Yeah, you know that was really weird. I did end up going into the convenience store the other day, and I always grab my mask because I don't know what the rules are. Might as well just throw it on to be safe. Went into the convenience store. It wasn't until I was getting ready to ring out that I realized I didn't put my mask on. Yeah. And I looked around, and, you know, normally I have my mask on, so I don't pay attention if other people have their mask on. But when I realized I didn't have my mask on, I started looking around, and most of the fucking people in there didn't have their fucking mask on. Yeah. So... I was like, well, I'm okay. Like, I'm not worried about it. But I, I was really surprised that I forgot my mask because every time I go anywhere, I just put it on just to be 
consider it because I don't know what the rules are right now. We're kind of in this limbo of in between. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just don't want to have to punch somebody in the face, dude. Like that's fucking annoying. Like I hate people hearing people cry, complain about something. Like fuck. Like you said last week, was it wear a mask? Don't wear it. now. It's don't wear. You know. Oh yeah, with with people bitching like you're still wearing your mask. They said you don't have to wear the mask no more. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know, dude. It's <sighs> I could be getting my COVID shot here sh- shortly, but it won't be by my doing. I will not be the one setting the appointment. More than likely, somebody will be setting the appointment for me. That's wacky shit, dude. I mean. To each their own. Like, if you want to succumb to it, succumb to it. You know why nobody pressures me? Because they know I'm a fucking asshole. I thought you were getting ready to go get your shot. Nah. Danny got his. No, you. I thought you, one like, two weeks ago you were talking about yeah, I mean, being I, ready to, to I go, mean, ahead and I, go been, get it. I've been thinking about it, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to rush it. We don't know the side effects of it. Like, do I want to be... And you know, you know who's still winning in all this, right? Who? Big Pharma. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's just kind of like, I don't know. And then the other thing, like, it just, it the whole vaccine part of it is just, it felt very rushed. Yes, it did. Very rushed. It it, it was 100% rushed. Uh, it, like we, like we talked it about in India. Like, it wasn't, it didn't matter how effective it was or nothing like that. As soon as trials got FDA approval, ship them out. Didn't matter how effective it was or nothing. But the crazy thing was, dude, they didn't even do human testing. And I forgot. I what. thought they did. No, 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 no. So I read this I read this thing or I watched this video of it and they were talking about it. And they literally stopped doing animal testing because it was killing the animals. Nice. And I don't I don't remember which which shot it was. Like and this is out to the public now. So yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like Jen got it. More power to her. She wants to get it. Danny got it. You know, I'm just not in a rush to go fucking. I mean, I'm not either. Like, I'm like I said, people are starting to put their thumb on me to go get it because they think I I need to go get it because they all went and got theirs. But I'm not going out of my way to like Cecilia said uh, when we were talking about it because that was the one we were talking about the whole. She was like, "Well, why don't you want it?" And I was like, "Because you, first of all, you already have to get two of them to be effective, right?" And they're talking about boosters. There's no telling how long they're going to be like, oh, well, you need to go get a booster to stay affected or affected or whatever the fuck the term is. Well, see, but that that's where the whole conspiracy theories are coming out. It's like, well, that certain tests have, uh, you know, remember how I was saying about that magnet test, about the tracers yeah, in the yeah, body yeah, and yeah. all that? So they're talking about like the booster is not actually a booster. It's just to inject the, the uh, tracer in you. Yeah. There's been a lot of stories debunking the whole magnet thing so i'm not really worried about that and that's all gonna be tinfoil fucking hat shit with the the tracers um i just i don't i'm more worried about the the real side effects of everything you won't know for 10 years yeah that's what i mean like it was just it was such a rushed process that i mean if somebody is gonna press me that hard to do it and they're gonna be willing to set everything up for it fuck it you know I'll go get it. But I am not going to be picking up the phone, doing research, trying to figure out who's got it. None of that shit. If you do it for me and you really want me to go get it that bad, I'll go do it. Fuck it. But I am no way in any rush to go get it myself. Hey, you, yeah, you built different than me. So I would just say no in the fucking story. Like, you don't like it? Hey, tough, 
tough titty said and the kid. That was that was the other thing. She, she was like, Cecilia, she was like, I want you to go get it. I was like, okay. She was like, I want my niece to come stay with us. But she can't because you're not vaccinated. I'm like, okay. And she's like, so you're not going to do it for me? I was like, no. She's like, but you'll do it for Miranda. And I said, sure. And she was like, that's fucked up. I don't know who Miranda is. That's her niece. Oh. It... Okay. That's And that's the other thing. I'm like, what does me not being vaccinated have to do with her coming over to visit and spend the night and be with Cecilia and hang out? That's part of the fear and propaganda that's out there in this world. Like, I, I don't even want to comment about it because I'd probably hurt somebody's feelings if they actually heard it. Like, if you are literally that fucking scared, like, build yourself a fucking clean room and don't come out. Like, put put yourself in a bubble. Yeah, I mean, dude, <sighs> look, I get people are scared. Maybe I'm different. I'm not. Af- I'm. I'm. I'm not afraid of dying. I'm. I'm not. I mean, okay. Okay. I take that back. I am afraid of dying because I. I feel like a uh, protector of my family. You know what I mean. So I would. I feel like if I were to die, that my family would be unprotected. So, obviously, my mindset's changed. But you know, I. You know, I, I was. I've never been afraid of dying, but I am afraid of death. If that makes sense. You know what I mean. Like from a personal standpoint, but from like as a reliability issue, you know what I mean? So you're not afraid of dying, you're afraid of the after effects of your death. Right. Like I, I like if I were to die now and not knowing that my family is set up to survive after I pass, like that's what scares me. Not the actual dying part. Yeah. You know. I mean, obviously I don't want to die anytime soon, but if it happens, it happens, you know? And um uh, I mean, like I said before, dude, I said it on here. Like it, I lost someone near and dear. You know, she would, she could make me do whatever the fuck I needed to do, or you know, like if she told me to shoot you, hey, sorry, buddy, you're getting shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? That you that can't shit. take me out, fool. You know who I am? Big O. Big O vagina. This fucking <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Go get your COVID shot. Scaredy. I ain't scared, fool. <laughs> Yeah, you need to go to church. No, but uh, I mean, and that—that's the thing. Like it, it, it was traumatizing. It sucked. It was horrible. But you could die of pneumonia. You could die of the flu. You could die of the common cold. You could get hit by a car. Like you could die in so many fucking ways. But that's also the other question. Like people who caught COVID had pneumonia and all these other things that were part of the virus. What so mean? what actually killed them? The pneumonia. Or the virus. They don't they don't know. There's no way to tell. There's no way to fucking tell. But they're dead by COVID because they had COVID. Correct. They they consider it's a COVID death no matter what. And that's what scares these motherfuckers. That's what scares it because oh motherfucker shot fifty times but he had COVID. Fucking COVID got him again. Hmm. COVID pulled the trigger. Motherfucker been eating red meat all his life. That's all he ever ate. Had a heart attack. Had COVID. Had COVID. He died from COVID. Yeah. This, I don't know, dude. Like, just, but, like, the, this is just something that's just going to be looked at or looked back at. Oh, yeah. With this generation that, what really happened? Oh, no. It was a, it was a, it was a virus that was man-made. Like, the reason why it's COVID-19 is because there's 18 different strands of this motherfucker in, in a lab somewhere. It was a lab accident gone wrong that went fucking global. It's exactly what it was. This was a 
That's why I say it's a precursor, dude. It, it, this was an advance for a chemical warfare. What's it called? What's the name of that movie? Contagion? Contagion? What you call it? What we, watch, we watched that like last year when this everything was starting up. And it was crazy because it was just like, dude, like this is what today's world fucking looks like. Oh, yeah. I started laughing. I was like, holy shit. And that's really what it was. Yeah, this. You know, there was Patient Zero. Where did it start? And I believe, if I remember correctly, the movie started with the bat. No, it was a monkey. Oh, it was a monkey. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was a bat. And I was like, well, that's what happened in real life, too. It was supposedly, it was something with bat soup or whatever in China. Yeah, that, that was a story coming out that it was a... So, uh, but they, they've already said, like, what exactly happened was it was a chemical accident. One of the workers got exposed, uh, didn't know he had got exposed, and went out into the public. That's the, the news story for it? Well, that was a conspiracy theory story. For the... Well, how, it, how it got spread. So they think it was a lab accident. Conspiracy oh, yeah. theorists think it was a lab accident. Well, okay, so here's the deal. The market right there that they say the bat got infected or whatever... Yeah. Is right behind a chemical testing facility. You know, I think I saw something about that. Yeah, yeah you're right. It's like, you know, five feet away from it. So it's like, oh. It's like a WHO's facility, ain't it? Yeah, some shit like that. Yeah. it was. It's man-made. It, COVID is man-made and it got, you know. This is a way for, I mean, we're, like I said, we're on the path of a one world, one world leader. And we're going in that direction. And it, it's it's scary like do you if you ever watch any of those videos and you just like truly truly it is fucking scary it's fucking nuts about what like what we could possibly see in our lifetime it's gonna be fucking crazy dude but you know only time will tell nah the south will rise again my brother <laughs> ain't nobody gonna take my guns i'll tell you that much i won't go down without a fight i'll put it to you like that but you ain't the man you were you once were for. Shit, but I'm as good as I once was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there you go. Don't get me don't get me started. Well, you got anything else for tonight? No, I guess I guess we do an announcement. I guess next week's fiftieth, dude. Next week is number five oh. Yeah, we gotta have special guests. We gotta do we gotta do it big. You gotta figure something out, fool. You know me, I don't live no life. Uh, yeah, no shit. I ain't got no friends. You ain't got no wizard friends on the the was it? What the fuck you play? There are no wizards, fool. How many times oh. have I got to tell you? How many how many dragon slayers you know? <laughs> I don't know any, fool. Fuck. What the fuck? I'm what? not I'm not at the dragon slaying le- level yet. What? I mean, what? What? Okay, what character are you? I'm a shaman, fool. The fuck is that? That's... I'm a master of elements. You shine shoes, so you're a shoe shiner in the game. Shaman, fool, not oh, shoe shaman. shiner. Thought you motherfucking shining shoes in the game. <laughs> This fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, goddamn bootlicker. Right, no shit. Yeah, okay, well. I don't know how much you paid for that game to be a shoe shiner, but I mean, hopefully it's worth it. <laughs> oh, man, dude. You know, we got to start. You start off the episode as an asshole, fool. You got to finish off as an asshole. I got to let the people know. Fool. Like, I, I'm like Tim Tebow in waves. You know what I'm saying? Tim like, Tebow in waves. Don't compare yourself to Tim like Tebow. I'm, I'm a, I'm you a, are not a decent human being. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I'm humble. I am fucking. I, I don't know how to talk. I, I, you, you, you're not humble. I am humble. 
I'm you don't know how to talk good. I don't know how to talk good. I'll give you that. You ain't a Christian. Shit, I believe in God. You a sinner as a motherfucker for him. You, you sin all the goddamn time. What are you talking about? Tell me one sin that I did. Gambling for Gambling? You love to gamble for that, How's that a sin? That is a sin for No. Yes. Where? I don't know, but it's a sin Yeah, you lying, motherfucker. <laughs> Maybe in Sin City, bitch, but... <laughs> See? Like, you, you got one thing. I it's, can't... Called, it's called Sin City for a reason, right? Yeah, no shit. I'm ready to go back. Make up your fucking mind. Oh, yeah, I was supposed to make it up by this podcast, huh? Nah, I still don't know. This motherfucker. So, no? Nothing else for tonight? Nah, that's it. We just got... Next, next week's gonna be popping. We're gonna have to have. You keep saying we, fool. You gonna have to find somebody. I mean, you got. I mean, you can find somebody too, bitch. Shit. I know. I'll find one. You find one. Find find a cry baby, fool. Find. I won't make somebody cry live on the air. Baby J don't work that no more, fool. That's the damn biggest cry baby I know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure out something, but yeah, I guess we'll wrap it up with that. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us tonight. Appreciate y'all listening. We'll see y'all next time. And we out.